Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols and Tom Bridge from the District Sports page on the line. I think Doghouse was calling in, or he said he was. We'll see if he makes it. Coming to you after a 5-2 to two loss to the Cincinnati Reds tonight in Great American Ball Park. We'll get right into it, Dave. The story of the night, Steven Strasburg, 6-5-0 ERA, 3-6-4 FIP, 3-21, 3-71, 4-82 line against and nine starts, 44 and a third innings pitched, 3-96 BABIP against, would lead MLB if he had enough innings to qualify for the leaderboard, coming off a three and two-third inning start versus the Phillies, and he gave up seven hits and six runs, five earned in that time, struggled to put hitters away, gave up a home run by Joey Votto on a 97-mile-an-hour 2-2 fastball early in today's game, didn't make it out of the second issue. The leadoff walk to Bray and Pena doesn't look comfortable on the mound, rolling his shoulders, kind of trying to crack his neck the whole time he's out there. After the walk, they visit him on the mound. The trainer comes out, Matt Williams comes out, and he exits pretty quickly there. And they're saying now after the game, it's a left trap muscle. I did a quick search of that. It's the back of the neck and the shoulder area. Not good from Strasburg. It wasn't clear from the numbers something was wrong. Just seeing him out there again, going through the same uh, – you know, movements and discomfort. Obviously, there's something wrong with him out there tonight. Well, at least he didn't give up six earned runs tonight, right? <laughs> That's a positive. So yeah. let's, right. So let's see now. We've got left trap. We've got upper back and neck. We've got right ankle or left ankle sprain. Um, you know, this is just a litany now of things that, that Strasburg had to come out of a game for this year. Um, theoretically, um, his arm is sound, theoretically, I say, because we really have no idea. Um, but it's just a litany of things. And at this point, they just ought to shut him down, you know, for, for two weeks just for good measure, just to try to get these things um, taken care of. Obviously, he hurt the ankle in spring training, and that's affected his uh, his mechanics um, ever since. And really, um, you know, I, you, you hate to blame anybody for, for, for trying to, um, to pitch through, you know, an injury or whatever. There's, but there's a difference between, uh, you know, having some, some discomfort and being hurt. And obviously a pitcher needs all of his parts to be working correctly to be able to keep his mechanics in line. And this ankle injury has really thrown him completely off balance and has now he's accumulated injury in several different other places. So the Nets should count themselves fortunate that he hasn't, hurt his arm as, as as much as we know, um, and they just ought to shut him down for two weeks or whatever, how long it takes to get this ankle injury completely cleared up, get these issues in his back cleared up, and get him back to health and get him back on the mound healthy, as opposed to keep running him out there every five days to have something else get screwed up or to not make it through two or three innings and giving up five or six earned runs. Doug, so I know you were watching the game, clearly looked uncomfortable on out there on the mound on Wednesdays, uh, 
interview. Mike Rizzo did an interview with 106.7 The Fans. Grant Paulson and Danny Ruye on Wednesday said his stuff is still really good. Velocity is good. The arm speed, spin rate, all those things that we look into are normal, trending in the right direction. But he didn't look comfortable out there tonight. Still throwing 97 with a fastball, looking like he was no problems, like Dave said, with the arm. But it's clearly something going on out there that led to him leaving early. And do you agree? Just shut him down for now until you can get this sorted out and figure out what it is, get his mechanics in order. Well, yeah, as, as Dave sort of hinted at there, as far as we know, the arm is fine. He's got the velocity, all the stuff we can measure about how he's throwing the ball, except for balls and strikes and bat up against. Are, are fine and just where he wants them to be. Uh, but there's so much that goes into being a major league pitcher and putting your pitches exactly where you want and getting them to do exactly what you want to do. them. It's not just your arm. It's how you align your entire body and set it up to make it work. And Strasburg just isn't right now, uh, whether it's lingering because of the uh, – bad things that, that he learned to do from uh, from having the ankle injury and now it's sort of cascaded. I mean, it, it almost sounds like, and, and there is no comparison here, I'm just saying it because it reminds me of it, like uh, like the, the core injury that, that uh, we're getting now with, uh, or that we had with Rendon, sort of one little thing comes in, another thing, and the only way to fix it is to rest and let it all get better. And now... You know, I, I think that's kind of where the Nats are going to be with with Strasburg. He's just he's just not right. He's just not comfortable. And if he can't line up his body to do the right things, the Nats should just shut him down for a couple of weeks, figure out what it is, let him rest and work through it, and get back into condition and work it work it out so that he's Strasburg again. You know, just just running him out there again, that's not helpful. If, if it, we we can get bad production out of Taylor Jordan. So get get Strasburg right. Tom, my least favorite thing about all this is that all the people who swore they were right about not sitting Strasburg down in 2012 will make some sort of non-existent connection between it. Already seeing it on Twitter, uh, just a lot of hate towards Strasburg, saying he's mentally weak, he's not going out there. I tend to think in, it's complete opposite of that, that he's struggling with all this stuff and fighting through it. He said last time out he refuses to quit and he's going to keep on going out there until he can get things right and might have been pushing it too far when he maybe should have taken some time off because there was clearly something wrong before this, but certainly going to set the Internet on fire tonight or tomorrow when everyone who was out on Friday night realizes what happened tonight. I, I recognize that what I'm about to say as someone who makes their living with the Internet and whose writings <laughs> are appear pretty much only on the Internet, I'm going to say something pretty awesome. Um, the Internet is a terrible place. For baseball commentary, <laughs> these fine gentlemen that we all know together uh, are exempted from that rule. Uh, but I have to say this and this alone. If you think from your couch that you can say that Steven Strasburg is not mentally tough, please, for the love of God, shut your computer off and go for a walk outside because you do <laughs> not know what you are saying. I will say this and this alone. I sustained a pretty stupid injury uh, about a year ago to my shoulder. And I'm still paying for it. And for me to think about, you know, if somebody sprain, if I sprain my ankle tomorrow, my recovery timeline, and, and granted, I'm 36, so I'm on the younger side of this conversation here. My recovery timeline has been lengthy for a, just a, you know, a light, light knee strain. So I'm just putting it out there. The body is a complicated machinery. It is a complicated piece of machinery that the people of the Internet are ill-equipped 
diagnose. So I'm just going to say that with the information that we have now in front of us, that we we should really let the pros and uh, take over and and give the guy cut the guy some slack for the love of God just shut up. I'll add a, a compliment. But a I saw this guy on the internet and <laughs> I'll just add a complicated uh, piece of machinery that's not designed to throw 97 mile an hour fastballs. Nonetheless, breaking balls that fall off a table or change ups, which are probably the worst thing for your elbow when you're actually holding back what you're doing and still following through with that same motion. But get back into the game tonight, Dave. Anthony DiSclefani, I practiced saying that name all night and got it right. Acquired from the Miami Marlins in the Latos trade last year, 0-4 in the last two six starts before tonight, 5-2-3 ERA, 2-6-9, line, and 31, 31 innings pitched over that stretch, 0-2, 5-4-0 ERA, 288, 363-488 in Great American Ballpark. Four scoreless, but the Nats swing, <laughs> uh, I have the Nats swinging, bunting their way to a run in the fifth there to get it tied up at one. But pretty solid start from him altogether. Six innings pitch, eight hits, two runs, two earned runs, two walks, one K. Got a lot of ground ball out, ten ground outs on the day. A nice start from him. I'm I'm going to say something here, and then I I, I pride myself <laughs> in having quite a bit of baseball knowledge. Um, I've been covering the Washington Nationals since 2007, credentialed since 2010. I've been playing fantasy baseball since 1998. I'm 48 years old, so I've been a baseball fan my entire life. So I pride myself on having knowledge of baseball players. I didn't know until midway through the game tonight that his name was Di Sclafani. I thought that L was an I, and my eyes were just so bad that I couldn't see on the computer that that's an L instead of an I. Yeah, he's a pretty good pitcher. Um, he's been traded twice. He seems to have found a home there with, with in the in the Great American Small Park. Um, but you know, for some reason, you know, Nats had trouble with him tonight. Like you said, the swinging bunts for for the runs and whatnot. He did a nice job shutting down a pretty solid batting order of the Nationals. One-one game after five. The Nationals tied up at that point. They go ahead for a minute in the sixth inning. Ryan Zimmerman doubles the center doghouse, scores an RBI single by Wilson Ramos, a great slide by Zinn there. I should note to avoid the tag at home, but the Reds come right back in the bottom of the inning. A walk to Marlon Bird, double by Skip Schumacher, sack fly by Brandon Phillips, 2-2 at that point. Two RBI singles follow, 4-2 to two Reds at that point. Nationals had a lead for a minute there. Really nice play by Zimmerman, but gave it away in the bottom of the sixth. And, after coming on in relief, Taylor Jordan kind of blew up there at the end and got, in, got himself in trouble starting off at that walk. If I could figure I'm out mute. how, I would I would make a gif of uh, of that slide of Zimmerman's there and and make that my my desktop and and I would just stare at it all day instead of working. That was that was a, a <laughs> great play, a fabulous slide. We've certainly seen a lot of clowny plays at the plate uh, as as national fans over the years, and that that was just a thing of beauty, uh, him him coming around and scoring on that play. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Not so wonderful that that hanging slider that that Barrett left up there, um, watching Billy Hamilton kind of make an utter fool of him by by swiping second on the first pitch, Taylor Jordan, wow! You, you just you just wanted him to get through the six, but uh, just just not to be. Still, 
uh, if, if we're going to look on the bright side, probably a better outing than if Strasburg had stayed in. <laughs> Four and two-thirds so by that. Taylor Jordan. Six hits, three earned runs, two walks, one strikeout. Got to save the bullpen, but just fell apart in the end there and gave up the big lead. Four to two at that point. Tom, Tony Singrani comes on to face Bryce Harper after a single by Denard Stan. Uh, man on second, two-run game at that point. First pitch, he throws him a fastball right in the numbers. If his control wasn't there, it was accurate in, the, in his back at least. He walked a few people in the next inning, so maybe his control just wasn't there. But Bryce Harper certainly didn't appreciate that. Took his time walking down to first base, at which point Joey Votto kind of got into it with him, told him to hurry up and take his base. Apparently, um, paraphrasing what he probably said there, but Harper clearly not happy with that. A little bit of a stare down and a long walk to first that started some trouble on the field. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it, here's the thing. This was a really cagey play by Singrani. Let's make an assumption here. That assumption is Singrani meant that to happen. I, I think that that's a reasonable assumption at this point. You don't just end up three feet outside the zone in the middle of the guy's back if you're not intending it to be there, especially with, you know, first or second pitch. So I, I was going to say, if you assume that's correct, you have a base open to give to Harper. And maybe you just don't want to walk the guy. You don't want to add to his pitching. You don't want to add to his totals. And you don't want to, I mean, you, if you're going to give him an on-base percentage, you don't want to give him the walk. So you plunk him. And, you know, I was going to say, if you're trying to keep your team engaged, if you're trying to, uh, if you're trying to, ke- if you're trying to keep the, uh, the game tight, that's what you do. And I'm not going to defend it. I think it was a loathsome thing to do. Uh, but by the same token, not a bad play. Not a bad little piece of strategy there. Look for Votto to get dr- drilled tomorrow. Uh, may not be the first time he's up, but I, I figure he might see a Gio Gonzalez fastball in his hip sometime along about the fourth inning. Yes, I'm always for winning games first and then getting your revenge, but I, that one seemed a little bit too well aimed in the middle of the numbers for me. I think Harper felt the same, but didn't matter in the yep. end that inning. Dave Blake Trining came out the next inning. Cement mixer to Todd Frazier ends up in the upper deck, 5-2 to two at that point. Nationals, this is what I mentioned before, Singrani actually walks the bases load in the eighth inning. They bring on J.J. Hoover versus Ian Desmond, who fully living up to his swing hard in case he hit an approach to it, goes down swinging at a 2-2 fastball there. You need contact from Desmond, not necessarily the best approach there, just waiting on a fastball and swinging like every pitch was one. Yeah, you know, yes, he struck out. The first swing, though, that he swung through on the, on the first fastball, was probably the hardest swing I've ever seen any human take at a baseball. <laughs> I mean, he literally, on his follow-through, lifted himself off the ground. He swung so hard. Um, yeah, you know, we talked about this the other night when, when Desmond was in the middle of, of his hitting streak, is that, you know, when he, when he, has, when he gets pieces falling in, he becomes a much, much more productive hitter. Um, I realize that, that he's making his money by being a 2020 shortstop. Um, and, and to do that, you need to swing for the fences. And obviously, he was getting he, he got you got excited because the bases were loaded, and he had a chance to play hero there. Um, but he doesn't do anybody good. Um, baseball's a game where if you play harder, sometimes you play worse. It's completely opposite of, of some of the other sports. And that was just the, the case right there. He wanted it more than he was capable of producing. Um, and, and and like I said, swung himself right out of his shoes. Um, a, a bit, a little bit of bad there for training. Training has been really good of late. Um, he had been 
um, you know, 12 scoreless innings up until that home run. But, um, you know, you leave one out over over the plate to, to Frazier, he's going to punish it, and, and that's what happened tonight. Two quick notes before we end on a little bit of trivia for you, Doghouse. Anthony Rendon started at A Harrisburg, one for four, uh, three Ks, but made it through seven innings, which is a good sign. Ian Desmond might have struck out in that last at bat, but 12-game hit streak after he singled in the first, 17 for 49 over that stretch, 347 average after that first at bat, which went down a little bit. But he did get two hits on the night, if I remember correctly. Doghouse, we'll end this one on a little trivia. If you don't get it, we'll go to Tom and then Dave on this one. Bryce Harper, 13th home run in May the other night in Chicago. Before today, set the Nationals' record for home runs in a month since 2005 when they relocated to the nation's capital. So it's the Nationals' record, not the franchise record that baseball keeps. You know who he passed, and bonus points if you can say when he did it. Uh, no, I I don't, but I'm going to guess Alfonso Soriano. Ding! You got one. Bonus points for if you know if you can guess when he did it. Uh, you only got you only got one year. You got to pick the month. <laughs> June. Uh, it was May as well. May of '06. Uh, Alfonso Soriano hit hit 12 in a month. We'll end there on a good note. Nationals lose five to two tonight in Cincinnati. Two more. Gio Gonzalez on the mound tomorrow night. See if the Nats can even it up and set up a rubber match on Sunday. 28 and 20 on the year after the loss. The Reds win their just their second game in the last 11. So hopefully the Nationals can keep them on the losing end of things the rest of the series. Matt Knightley, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com. Dave Nichols at NationalsDSP on Twitter. Tom Bridge, Tom Bridge DSP on Twitter. Follow them if you aren't already. We'll talk to you all tomorrow, guys. Thanks for calling in. Go Nats. Go Nats. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.